Anyway, okay. So presumably we're all synced now. If yeah. editing Tony did his fucking job. <coughs> you heard that? <laughs> I bet he did though. <laughs> he better. And if he didn't, then he's probably really like frustrated. <laughs> and sad. <laughs> <laughs> fucking probably loser. considering like he's like, fuck it. I'm I'll just, let me just order food. It's not going well. <laughs> Dude, this sucks. Yeah, dude. What a fat ass. Um, but, no, but then in reality, though, what's probably happening is you're listening to this, laughing a little bit, and then you're like, oh, I don't need any of that. Like, I, I went to the gym today. I'm not ruining that shit. I'm good. Now, realistically, I listened to that, laughed a little bit, and I was like, oh, maybe I should get food. <laughs> <laughs> so you just enabled me. In the future, just Fuck. know that you Fuck. just enabled me. Tony, don't eat, don't do it. Don't. I know maybe you pause it, and I hope you didn't pause it, but don't. <laughs> Do it, man. <laughs> All right. Are we uh, we ready to start the show, guys? Yeah. yeah let's do it. <laughs> he needs to take his support. All right. I'm ready. All righty. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Maiden Voyage, our journey through One Piece. Uh, I am Tony, your tour guide, and on the ship with me is the beautiful, the lustrous, the amazing Zeus, the goose god of thunder. Hello. And it's me. the equally lustrous, beautiful, and amazing, don't have a cool, quirky nickname for her, Sarah. Hey. Uh, these are my two best friends, and I'm leading them through the longest experience of their adult lives watching One Piece with me. There, rank us right now. <laughs> rank you. Rank us. What you say? We're both There's your best friends, but one of us has to be. Uh, one of us has to be on top. <laughs> oh god! Oh no! I knew this day would come. Um, it's okay. I we already know how this rank goes. It's okay. You're the You're captain right. of this. Ship. My mom is above both of you guys. You <laughs> <go>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, your mom is amazing. I, <laughs> I'll gladly step down. <laughs> um. So guys, so first off, an announcement: we are no longer doing recaps on uh, Maiden Voyage, partially because um, I get really self-conscious about recording them, <laughs> uh, and they're really hard to do. Uh, but also because <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this, we have gone on the longest binge <laughs> of One Piece <laughs> since the last time we recorded. Uh, and we're not even talking about everything that we watched in this episode. Today, we're just going to be talking about Arlong Park, Logtown, and Reverse Mountain. Um, and doing a recap for all three of these would kind of be a pain in the ass. So um, I think we'll save it for special occasions or special events. We'll, we'll do like a, a cute little recap segment. But uh, for the future, I think we're moving a lot faster than I thought we originally were going to. <laughs> But um, but yeah, but I'm so glad to be fucking back in the chair with you guys. This is so much fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I miss it. Uh, to be honest, it's been so long. I know what I normally do is kind of hand it off to you guys. But can I just say, as someone watching you guys watch this, I've been I when I saw you guys finish all our long park, I was floored. I was like. I think I got him. I really think I got him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had you already, but like, you know, like, like really got him. Yeah, no, 
Arlong Park really did it for me. I think I already really liked the show, um, but Arlong Park was the first whole arc where I came out of it just addicted. Like I was just like I have been. I I just could kept going, and I just wanted to keep going. Yeah, I felt the same. Um, it. I think you were uh, when we were watching Tony. You mentioned because our long our long park is the moment where like uh, there was like a budget increase or like another season or it's another um, year of, of or not yet. It it not not quite yet. But Arlong Park was the place where, like, collectively as a community, One Piece, like, One Piece fans agree that Arlong Park is the point where you'll know whether or not you will like One Piece. Mm. Um, uh, pretty, yeah. pr- pretty universally, like, people are like, get, get to this point and then talk. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt like when when um when the gang was fighting the baddies in uh Arlong Park it was for the first first time it felt a little bit different it felt a little higher paced i was getting a little bit more of the 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 punches the, <laughs> the, the physical fight that i needed cuz uh, cuz i was angry at at the bad guys and uh it was very satisfying seeing the whole crew fight them and it just felt it felt different it felt like there was more at risk and there was more payoff uh at Arlong Park. Stakes were higher definitely. Um but but I would I would also put it maybe it, I'll see if you guys agree with me. I think Arlong Park is the first time that it like it, throughout our like watching experience that One Piece kind of sets something up and then pays it off. Um ah in in my opinion but maybe maybe you guys think differently but like what I, the way i think of arlong park is is luffy's trying to gather a, clue, a crew you're realistically trying to put people together and it's like okay these are like a ragtag group of whatever you know but like at apparati or whatever you're not really convinced that they're put together and then you have this setup with nami kind of back in Orange Town with Buggy, and then further follow up with, uh, with, um, with like Arlong and looking at the bounties, and and then you finally get this culmination of, wow, this is really a group of people that are coming together, um, uh, around Luffy, um, and in my opinion, I I realize I'm talking a lot. This is about y'all. What do y'all think? Why do you guys? Why do you guys think? I mean, Sarah just explained why you like Arlong, but but uh, Arlong Park. But yeah, go off. I know. I I love hearing you talk about it too. I feel like this. Anyway, anyone can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, you were, you were, we're talking about the because you were saying uh, this is um, the moment where you're sold on the show, whether you're going to continue or not. And I, I feel like I can specify well. There, there were there were a couple, there were a lot of really good moments in Erlong Park, but mm. one specifically that made me really, really, really excited. Uh, I'm sure you remember when we were watching. Uh, <laughs> I got really excited when uh, Arlong caught the cannonball in his mouth. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that was just like it's power move. It's like 
you know, fantasy that would not happen in real life. That's how strong mm -hmm. he is. And I don't know. It just got me really, really excited. I remember I kinda, you. I remember yeah. you specifically going, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aside from, and you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, talk about it later when we have all, all the flashback scenes those are very very moving as well um and there's a lot of emotions all throughout this arc takes you everywhere bit it of really, a roller coaster it really does <laughs> it really does man it has like has the laughs it has the drama it has the feels like uh, oh my god it has everything <laughs> um yeah i think yeah. this was definitely a taste of what Truly, the first time that, like, they gave us pieces of that, you know, when you have, like, uh, uh, Shanks' backstory and same thing goes with uh, um, Zoro's backstory. You know, you you see the emotional stories that they want to tell. Um, and this is, like, the first time they had, like, the emotional story be told from beginning to end. And it was just, like, man, they... They knew how to hit it, like, every single <laughs> note. I, I remember telling Sarah that after we watched Arlong Park, I was legit like, hey, if I was, like, if I was ever in charge of teaching someone about, like, how to do, how to, like, how to portray the loss of someone, I would probably use this arc to show, like, someone getting over the loss of someone because it, it's... It was beautiful. Like it would, I, 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 I like. I was probably this close to just like weeping. Like I, it was, it was very beautiful. Oh, you're making what's, me choke. What up. stopped you? You can cry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was really emotional too. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we watch it all together, so it would be like. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah. So it would be. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the sniffling yeah well the thing too is like when i weep i'm like i am like a silent crier but you just can't you can't stop the <laughs> you know those type of yeah, yeah um, no definitely and that and you would have just heard that and i was like you know i was really holding it back but man i thought it was just like just beautiful and it's really what hooked me because you would go from like um these funny moments, you know, um, Usopp, like, winning his first huge fight, you know? Yeah. Uh, becoming, like, realizing that he needs to be brave and, and it done it, doing it in, like, kind of a funny way, too. In his you know, he's way. just sprinting away, and, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's really funny. And then, and then you get these moments of just, like, I don't know, it, like, just the juxtaposition of those two things was just so beautiful. And none of them ever felt like they were stepping on each other. You didn't feel like, yo, stop with the jokes already. Like, it, it just all felt welcomed. I couldn't agree more. I know that I said this on a different um, on a different episode already, but uh, I every time, like, I, I come back to, like, Arlong Park or, uh, or another, like, emotional kind of arc, uh, arc with a lot of jokes, but a big emotional through line. I, I can't help but think of like Bonnie and Clyde, um, that old uh, the old like Bonnie and Clyde movie, where they 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 do that juxtaposition so fucking well, and it's like a masterclass on 
on how to really bring an audience through an insane emotional roller coaster and and get them vulnerable and i'm like this I feel like One Piece took that and then perfected <laughs> that <laughs> fucking formula <laughs> to a T. Um, uh, and it's it's just so impressive every time I watch it. Uh, and, ju- and just just for just so everyone knows, yeah, I've seen Arlong Park like four times over. I did also <laughs> cry. <laughs> I, I I did cry again after watching it again. Uh, I think at different. I think we all had our moments where like we were like fuck <laughs> and um but uh the the part that always 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 gets me is when Luffy tears down the entire the entirety of Arlong Park and he he stands up out of the rubble and the first thing he says is like Nami you're my friend and I'm, oh, oh. <sighs> That was like the first thing on his mind, you know, and and honestly, what she needed to hear, uh, and so it's just so good, <laughs> it's just so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it's really beautiful. <laughs> I'm glad you guys liked it so much. Uh, so there, there are a few moments in particular that I wanted to talk to you about, um, because we. In this arc, we get a lot of insight into kind of everybody, like not just Nami, but but also like Luffy and Zoro and Usopp and Sanji, who is our newest addition to the crew. We get a little bit more uh, into every of them. And in particular, I wanted to talk about Luffy's speech um, when he first started fighting Arlong. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember it the speech where he says i can't use a sword i can't cook i can't navigate i can't even lie and usopp's like oi (laughs) 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 and and arlong says like looks like you're pretty worthless what what can you do and luffy's like i can i can beat you uh that's pretty good (laughs) that's pretty good it's pretty good yeah but it also like it um and sorry to always bring it I mean like this is the medium right the the medium is anime so like I feel like I can't whoop, I feel like I can't talk about it without bringing up other anime but a lot of the messaging in in other anime like Dragon Ball and My Hero Academia um is is our stories about self-sufficiency right like um like building yourself up and being stronger to protect your friends or whatever, like, or to achieve your goals. And, um, it's just, it's, it's so honest and, uh, it gives you a lot of insight into the character of Luffy for him to admit, Hey, I, I like, I need these people. I can't do this without them. Um, and not in a, in the same way of like, oh, I need my friends. It's like, no, they have abilities and skills that I just do not have. Uh, and I really think that that's like, that's unique to hear out of a protagonist. Cause, um, a lot of, I mean, like a lot of protagonists are like the chosen ones, you know, and, and the heroes of the story and they can do everything. Um, and Luffy is a, I, I mean, one of the first protagonists that I saw for him to admit, I fucking can't. 
<laughs> I, I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> and I just, I just think that's fucking amazing. And I really appreciate that. But I wanted to know if like, um, if you guys picked up on any of that or if, uh, or if you had any other insights into the other crew members. Yeah. I think for Luffy in specific, uh, um, this was like in the beginning, you know, um, uh nami's sister i forget her name oh um oh fuck did i forget her name oh god i forgot her name <laughs> uh oh it's so close bellamere is her mom nojiko god <laughs> nojiko yeah when she was like hey i'll tell you about uh nami's backstory but beware it's sad and he's just like no <laughs> no i'm gonna go for a walk <laughs> amazing and in the beginning you're just like oh this dude's just trying to avoid sad things he only wants like happiness and 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 you kind of like not dislike him for it but you're just like hey man like there's more to things than just being happy and and present sometimes you have to address people's past you know Mm-hmm. And um, and then that all builds up to the moment where, you know, Nami is on, like, the ground crying and he comes to her and puts his hat on, on her head, you know, and, and says basically, like, I'm, like, yeah, like, you, you're my friend and I'm, I'm going to fight for you because, like, that's, that's who you are to me. Like, you're, you're important to me and, and I'm going to do this for you. Um, also cried there. <laughs> yeah, that that one that one got me. Yeah, man. that got me. Um, <laughs> and it just showed Yeah, it just showed that like to me at least that that Luffy wasn't he wasn't a guy who was like, "Hey, I don't care about your past. Your past uh I don't care how tragic it is." Like to me it came off more of it's like, "Hey, I understand that we all have our paths that and they can be filled with tragedy and and they can be really rough." But like, you're here now. I I'm going to protect you the same way you protect me, the same way you help me, and we're gonna get through this together. Whether and we'll fight your past or your or the things holding you back now, you know. And I'm gonna assist you along the way. And to me, that was that was like really really important, uh, at least for me to to build his character because. He was he's not all just fun and games and 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 wants the happiest things to always happen but he the, he doesn't want to like sulk. He doesn't want to like linger in the past too much because he knows that what he does right now is more important than than just like listening and lingering to things. It's like he knows he can have a better influence and he knows that he can create a so-called like a better past by doing something now in the present, you know. This is like a therapy session. I really like it. <laughs> this, this is like a therapy because because I didn't I didn't realize it until you said it just now. But uh, part of why I think I like Luffy so much and why he's so aspirational is because he has that <laughs> he has that living in the present moment. Like he's the embodiment of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's exactly it, yeah. I think you put it perfectly. Um, he the dismissal of the <laughs> i feel like we're drifting into self-help territory but um 
Okay, I read I read the book The Power of Now. Ha ha, everyone, whatever. Listen, the past isn't real and neither is the future, okay? It's not real. It's not actually there. No, and, you're scaring me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Luffy, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but Luffy realizes that. And and when he steps away from from Nojiko as she's telling Nami's history, it's 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 saying, Hey, that's irrelevant to why I'm going to help my friend. I'm going to help my friend because she's my friend. Uh and and that's so fucking beautiful. It's so nice. Yeah. You don't gotta know anything. You just gotta you just gotta like live in the actual fucking moment, and in the moment, she needs his help. Uh, oh. Yeah, and that's what I found that uh, to me that's what like Arlong Park felt so beautiful because it would it was like these cool villains, these um, you know, you finally get to see the crew fight together. But to me, it was like Arlong Park is a story of of like unchaining yourself from the past, right? And I found that like. When I was watching this, every single time Luffy and Arlong are fighting, you know, it just keeps building up and building up. And you're like, it's going to build up to this moment where he, where Luffy just wins. And then the way they do it, at least like the climax was he destroys like the room that Nami was kept in. You know, the thing that was holding her back. Yeah. that The thing that she like kind of embodied her past and... I just love that, like, the climax of this arc was, like, him just getting rid of it all. Like, there was no recovering it. It was just, I thought it was really beautiful. Just kind of letting him, letting not only Arlong know, but letting Nami know that, like, there there is nothing here anymore. Like, you have nothing over her. And it is as easy as destroying it. Like, sometimes pasts can feel very, like, heavy and daunting. But if you're just like luffy it's as easy as to throwing it away saying no punching it just making it rubble you know right. and that's and that was ne- it, the the great thing about that is um i mean it's a great thematic through line but it's also what nami needed to you know have friends cuz cuz that was a whole that was a whole thing uh similar <laughs> i'm bringing this up uh but i haven't seen it but similar to how the lord of the rings isn't over when the ring falls into the volcano it's <laughs> over when frodo <laughs> smiles sorry <laughs> wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> because okay, cause you brought it up so you have to watch it now <laughs> no i know <laughs> next, by the I next realize, time we record i realize what i'm setting it. up i realize what i'm setting up next time we record i will watch lord of the rings <laughs> <laughs> but in, in that same way the through line is is not just freeing nami from arlong it's allowing nami to have happiness by removing the thing that makes her unhappy and part of that was her was like her village and her mother like as sad as it is it was chaining her she felt like this guilt and responsibility and that's why she wasn't able to let go but just as important like to me it's like well yeah Arlong Park isn't over until Nami goes to her house and has that conversation with her mom you know and it's it's that it's that conversation that actually allows her to move on and free herself from the past even though like 
you obviously don't want to let go of the good parts of the past. Um, but uh, doing so, let her like be happy. And it was, oh, God, I'm just thinking about Nami kissing that, <laughs> kissing that dollar bill as they sailed away. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, I fully agree with you. And Sarah, I, I don't know if you had. Um, I mean, I was I was just listening. That's I didn't I mean. I was very touched watching the entire arc. Uh, I, I was moved, um, and you know, like I was saying, it's a bit of a roller coaster with like the action and the flashbacks and everything. But I feel like I I, I didn't go deep enough uh, <laughs> compared to you guys. But I, I really love like I agree with everything you're saying. Like it's like you're putting it putting it together like some really heavy lego pieces <laughs> and i just i just can't help feeling like i just can't can't help the thought of everyone needs kind of like a luffy in their lives to like yeah you know destroy that like the the room that um with all the charts and uh that's just that's beautiful yeah it's absolutely <laughs> i i fucking agree well now let's everybody find the luffy in your life but uh we're or you can be luffy or you can't be the luffy in other people's lives you can you can yeah but guys i want to talk about i want to talk about a fucking opinion that i have okay <laughs> and i've been holding this in for a long time but i think it's ready to get it out i the, so the first time i watched one piece was on toonami the dubbed version um well actually i guess it was four kids but the first time I like started watching it and liked it was on Toonami and the dub version and uh, whatever. It was okay. And then I moved on to watching what are called fan subs. So fan subs are exactly what they sound like. They're translations of a show, but done by fans. And we're watching on Hulu and the subs are great. They're accurate. They get the names correct, which is always a pet peeve of mine. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's great. They don't overcomplicate the translation, I feel, but it's not cool. <laughs> the subs <laughs> are not cool enough because fan subs, they go hard and I cannot, I can't like express you how hard do they go. They have like these little animations every time Luffy says like gum gum pistol or whatever you know, and like, and like, they'll give you little translations for what the Japanese words actually mean. So like, for example, whenever Luffy says friend, he's not actually saying friend, he's saying Nakama, which is more of a translation of, it means friend, but it also means like crewmate or like groupmate, you know? So it's a little more piratey than, than just friend, but it also mm. means friend. And there's just a lot of stuff like that. And, and most importantly, the fans know how to embellish, you know? Of course, Luffy says to Arlong, I can beat you. But you know what the fans translate that to? I can kick your ass. And it's... <laughs> and that's how it should sound. <laughs> anyway, rant over. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You were saying... So, so wait, wait, wait. So these subtitles, they sound like interactive subtitles where they have animations in the subtitles? 
So it's, is that what you said? It they, so yeah. So like whenever whenever Zoro or like Luffy does an attack, for example, it won't just be like a normal subtitle. They'll do like some special graphics on it or something. Like an emoji or a special font or like yeah. I just these but, just sound yeah. like yeah <laughs> interactive subtitles. I like that. I, yeah, I, I hadn't because you know yeah subtitles are usually always just. I can, I can see, I mean, yeah, they're just plain white, one text. Maybe there's like, you know, the usual italicized bold or whatever. But I, did, I didn't I didn't know that could be a thing of like, let me uh, decorate the yeah, <laughs> and it's like And that. it's amazing. It, it's genuinely as as, yeah. so cool because uh, I remember, um, I think it was Zeus asked me when we were watching One Piece once. He was like, why do they name their attacks? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> they they say the name of their attack before they do their attack. Why do they do that? Pokemon. And I turned to him and I said, because it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> it's cool. And you don't, you don't, you're not fully there. I mean, like, you're there. I'm sure you guys get it. But I'm saying, like, when you get the, when you get the little animation and Luffy's like, gum gum bazooka you're like drawn in you're like holy shit the text is changing that's how i know shit is going on that's pretty good uh but, but hopefully also, someday i can show you guys right but um the the aside from the animations in the the fan subtitles it's still like pretty accurate right like yeah it's pretty accurate like i said they embellish some um, and sometimes they leave, like, they'll leave, like, Japanese romanization of words into the subtitles, um, either because, like, they couldn't find a good enough equivalent in English or because, like, they wanted to give you, like, a little lesson. So mm. you, you you might see something like, like, Luffy's running around saying, Mizu, 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 and, it, you know, um, and you don't want to ruin the flow by just yeah or something so it you it, you'll see like mizu equals water and it's like oh okay yeah um yeah yeah and it, and it no well it just i i feel like it it does something to complement the voice acting and not just like straight translate it into english um uh anyway rant over. yeah no I, I know what you're talking about that i i totally get that cuz that watching you know other movies with subtitles uh and yeah every once in a while they'll have they have the actual word parentheses they tell you what it means so then all of a sudden you get like the feeling of oh this is more of a term of endearment not just doesn't just mean sister it means loving sister or something like that right but right it's pretty exactly. dope yeah yeah um and that's something that we're missing out but we can't really we're not we're not actual pirates so we're not gonna pirate we're gonna support the official release <laughs> And watch One Piece on Hulu, and we're all going to be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, I want to I want to give you guys uh, just a chance to say anything else you want about Arlong Park before we kind of move on. I guess uh, my final thoughts on Arlong Park. Uh, I think you mentioned already that the first time you see like payoff, like setup and payoff, um, really just come into fruition and. To me, Arlong Park is uh, along the 
lines of payoff. It's like the time where in this show, they'll show you something that initially feels really silly and dumb. And you're like, why did they design it like that? <laughs> um, and then the more you go on, you're like, you get used to it and you start liking it. And then at the end of it, they give you that payoff of like, oh, it was very, very purposefully. It, they, they didn't just want to do it all uh, just for funs and giggles. Like the, and the, the biggest thing that I'm thinking of is the, um, is it Genzo or, or is it Genzo? Uh, fuck. <laughs> it's Genzo. <laughs> Genzo. Sorry. Okay. Sometimes you ask, and I really do need to think for a second. <laughs> yeah, just when you get introduced into Genzo, and it's the guy with the pinwheel on his hat, and uh, and you just you just see the character design, and you're like, that's really silly. Like, I like I like the pinwheel thing, but that's really silly. And why would you design the character like that? And then it all leads up to just a huge moment, and you're like, fuck, like, <laughs> holy shit, they did not have to go, like, you didn't have to give me payoff for that. You could have just left, like, I just thought it was just some funny dude who liked pinwheels on his hands, but damn, you paid that off so well. Yeah, you put the pin, they put the pinwheel by Bellamere's grave, too. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I it, just, it just made me feel really, like, I just knew that if they introduced something from now on, they would take time to uh, kind of validate it, and it and it just made me feel like um, this story is way more thought out than I actually think it is. Like, not many. They really thought about every character. They really thought about the story that they were going to tell and what pieces need to fit. So it just made me really happy after watching this arc that like. Oh, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of thought and love in the show now. And I'm not really going to have to question, like, why are they putting something in there? Because they'll probably answer it. Yeah. Sarah, do you have anything you want to... Um, <laughs> Final thoughts? I forgot what, what the the cow's name is. The, oh, the sea uh, cow. The Moo Moo? <laughs> no? I think it, is, is it Moo Moo or is it... Moo Moo? I feel like it's Moo Moo. I think Moo -moo. it is, right? I, yeah, this is like. Wait, is this this is the second time you see Mumu, or like you you kind of see him right before well, the arc Mumu, starts, and then he comes. Yeah, exactly. You see the yeah. Mumu attacks Luffy and Sanji and uh, Yosaku on on the little boat, and then he comes yeah. back later. <laughs> he fucking dips because he. Yeah, because he sees he sees Luffy and he's like traumatized. Yeah, yeah I just feel like Mumu got the short end of the stick. Uh, this arc we'll see <laughs> what happens to I don't know if Mumu's a guy or a girl we'll see what happens to Mumu later I think, think Mumu's um, a boy Mumu's boy, a boy yeah well I know Mumu is not the, the centerpiece of this arc but I just can't help thinking about <laughs> can't uh, help but think about Mumu <laughs> that's adorable <laughs> oh man yeah I think cause it's, it's, that's kind of like the first time well, we see like a really big um, uh, sea creature when they're out uh, in the ocean. Um, I think it's the first time. No, first chronologically, time no. Was the first episode? Uh, sorry, not the oh. first episode. The second, the second episode where Luffy or where Shanks gets his arm bitten off by uh, the giant well sea king. I forgot what he looks like. Okay, so, so here's the second second creature. 
Second Snake creature. dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um but yeah, no. But um yeah, uh shouts out to Mumu. Uh, hope you get that food that you want. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, Mumu was just hungry. Yeah, Mumu was just hungry. <laughs> Mumu just wanted to eat, <laughs> and they kicked his ass. Uh, Momu. Momu. Oopsies. Momu. Momu. Oh, mispronouncing his name the whole time too. I know. Momu can't. Momu can't stop taking those L's. Um. All right. <laughs> Before we move on to lockdown, there is a piece of information that I ha- already forgot to give you guys again, but uh, but uh, it is I told you already off off mic, but Zoro's birthday is November eleventh, which is significant to us only because my birthday is also November eleventh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just I want the world to know that. I feel like that's. That's an accomplishment. Like you worked hard for that. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but but Luffy's birthday, which I don't think we talked about before, is um, it's such a shame that this is a that this uh, kind of a missed opportunity. But Luffy's birthday is May fifth, which in Japan is Children's Day. It's like a little holiday that they have in Japan called Children's Day. Um, so I guess that's like a, it's like a celebration of children, but, uh, I, I thought that was a a fun little fact about Luffy's birthday that, um, it's kind of funny. Um, but the, the other weird kind of missed opportunity is that I don't know if you guys noticed, it hasn't come up too much lately, but you might see the number 56 a lot around Luffy. Um, and that number is kind of a pun. Because 56 in Japanese, like Romanized, sounds like Gomu. Like, Gomu. So you you might see, like, Luffy, you know, if he wears a shirt that says, like, 56, like, ah, it's a pun. It's a joke. But his birthday is May 5th. So it's like, ah, missed opportunity. But Children's Day, I guess that's more important. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's settled. When we finish the show, we all have to get fifty six tattoos, like tattoos <laughs> with the number fifty six. I love it. I'm with it. That would be so cool. Just like be, a little fifty six. I'm so fucking down. Just a tiny fifty six. <laughs> I'll put it on my butt, and nobody will see it. Okay. <laughs> so Logtown, guys. But before we get to Logtown, even I mean, okay, this is included in Logtown, but. So after Arlong Park, Luffy gets a bounty on his head. Um, we find out that Kobe and Helmeppo actually get like into into the uh, uh, under the wing of a vice admiral, and and uh, Buggy makes his way back to Logtown. And then we have all the shit that happens in Logtown. And then oh wait no. Sorry, in the anime, it happens before. Before we get to Logtown, Mihawk talks to Shanks. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) But then we get Logtown. So, yeah, I guess I'll throw it off to you guys. I just wanted to make sure that we remembered all that other stuff on top of, you know, this next arc that we're going to be talking about. Uh, What are your thoughts, feelings? Um, And then, you know, I'll get into my whole spiel. Okay. 
Um, my thoughts and feelings about Logtown. I think the first things that come to mind is, um, I liked short buggy better than tall buggy. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. He's cute. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. And I, I love, I love it. And, um, I'm also, go- see, that's another reason, like the payoff. Like I didn't expect that. <laughs> small buggy that, would like, come back. <laughs> yeah. Small buggy would come back. I, I thought that was great. On his little um, raft. <laughs> yeah. And then. Another thing that comes to mind is, uh, yeah, like seeing, um, for some reason I thought, is was Kobe after this or is he before Logtown? Is he, is he after Logtown? Because I thought, I f- um, I, I think like you're after. right. I think it's after. I think it's after. I think yeah. it's after. I think you're right. But Oops. I think that, I mean, it's hard not to because this whole little arc is about, um, about it. But I think Logtown, I just think of gold roger you know mm-hmm. it's just like the mysticism behind him and how cool like it's hard not to compare like um gold roger and how excited luffy is for it and then all the stuff that he goes through and then you start comparing both of them and even one of the characters i forget his name like smoker or something like smoker that? yeah yeah um he also sees the similarities and it's like it's such it's such a cool thing um to kind of like set up and i think that's what i think uh, like my first impressions of Logtown, thinking back to it those are the big things that stand out to me absolutely and of course alvita's uh new oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> smooth skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah it got rid of her freckles it's crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's it, Sarah again, same token. But no, it's it's great no, that you bring I, that up. Yeah, I also can't help thinking a lot about uh, the. Immediately, I think about Smoker. The I forgot what gum gum fruit. Oh, no, not gum gum. I forgot what fruit he. I don't know why I said gum gum. Because because he ate the gum gum fruit. Luffy ate. Yeah. That's that the name of the fruit. That's the name of the fruit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, gum gum. Um, or gomu gomu. Yeah, yeah. Gomu gomu fruit. Okay, so. Uh, but Smoker, I, f- I forgot what fruit he ate. He ate a fruit, right? It's called they the, gave plume, him smoking. the Plume Plume Fruit, which makes right. him smoke. <laughs> I, I wonder, smoke. like, it, yeah, you think he was a smoker before? Did they show him? <laughs> well, they showed him as like... a little kid. They showed him as a little yeah. kid, and he yeah. uh, he wasn't smoking as a little kid. So who right. knows? Maybe, <laughs> well, he's a maybe, little kid. Yeah, maybe eating a devil fruit gives you different personality traits or something. Yeah, but I, I love how, you know, he's got the two cigars, like, when he's just at his, what's it called? Homeostasis, whatever the word is, when you're at your just regular self. He's your always got two cigars. State? You're resting, yeah. yeah. Right, he's got resting and I, I don't know if you cigars. guys notice, but on like his sleeve, he had like a bandolier of more cigars. <laughs> oh yeah, he was covered in 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 cigars. His clothing, right? Yeah, yeah, he was just uh, holding on wow. to a bunch of cigars. Yeah, he had them stacked. <laughs> I think compared to some of the the other uh, the other fruits that we end up seeing, the other powers, the the smoking one is better than some of the other ones. We can talk about. Those other ones later. <laughs> Power scaling later. Yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also love uh, Alvita when she shows up and you don't know it's her, and you're like, "Who's this lady?" The reveal is too good. 
Um, I keep I'm, I'm eh. like I'm like how are they gonna handle this in the live action if at all? Because it's uh, such yeah. it's such, yeah. it's a, it's a very dated mm. kind of like like joke to make I feel, but it's it's still the reveal is is so funny and good. Um, yeah. uh, but we also get um, Zoro's new swords. You better you Yubashiri and uh, Kitetsu the third. Uh, Zoro gets two new swords in, in this arc too, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and he's and he's got a cursed sword too, right? Yeah, one Kitetsu of them. He the t- third. T- just one, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kitetsu the third is cursed, indeed. Um, uh, which is interesting. I don't know. Maybe that'll come back in some way. Probably, since everything's fucking set up. Oh yeah, we had that <laughs> sick moment where he throws a sword in the air. He's like, yeah. what's what's stronger, my luck or the sword's curse? Oh my god, dude, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, they just they just keep making him making him cooler. Like they just find a way to like, and not in like a. Edgelord. He's in a, like in a very humble way too. Yeah, you know, it's like, uh, wow, he's cool because he's just like, he's not edgy cool. He's just cool. Yeah, it's. It's because it looks effortless, like, and he's doesn't look like he's trying too hard. It's just he's 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 got the power, and he's just cool about it. Yeah, well, nonchalant, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, and it, you really got to give credit to One Piece because Zoro's still funny as fuck. Like he's 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 just as funny as the rest of the crew. Like when when it comes to palling around and shit, like uh uh. Yeah, just all all the shenanigans with um Tashigi, who is the the Marine smokers like Marine officer. Uh those are that was pretty hilarious. Um he was getting flustered because she looks like his old friend and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh I thought I thought that junk was it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, this but um if we do get into the thick of this uh, arc, I think it was the first time that uh, you just, you know, you, you see the intro in the very first one and you, you know, you talk about this pirate, Gold Roger, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's the first time that they ever actually delved into him and let you know more about who this person was. Yeah. Let's you know that there's a little bit more under. See how well you're rewarded. There's a little bit more under the surface, right? Like there's, you know, Gold Rogers is, is uh, he he goes from being like a throwaway thing in the intro to being like a full on mystery, and you're like, who the fuck is Gold Roger? Holy shit! What's what what does being king of the pirates mean? What's the One Piece? Oh my god! I have all these questions that aren't being answered. I should get. I guess I should keep watching One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but okay, uh, if, if that's all, uh, I I'm gonna move on to some trivia that might be fucking shocking to you guys. Um, <laughs> but Logtown and Reverse Mountain, which we're gonna talk about next, are two of the shortest arcs in all of One Piece. Uh, that's as short as they get. Um, wow. And yeah, it tracks, right? But yeah, it definitely tracks. Yeah. In particular, a lot of what we watched in Logtown, believe it or not, was actually filler. (laughs) Oh, wow. Really? 
Yeah. It I, was so good. It was very good, right? Here here are the I, I have like a little like a short list of things that were filler or things rather things that are different from the manga, I should say. Um uh so Mihawk actually talks to Shanks after Logtown. Um, but they push that to before when Luffy gets his bounty and stuff. Um the encounter with full body, uh like the little the marine guy that they met at Baratier, that all of that is filler. Um uh Smoker doesn't meet Luffy until Luffy's on the execution block. He actually that whole conversation that they had beforehand where Luffy was like walking around and getting lost, all that was filler. Uh that wasn't wow. in the manga originally. Wow, wow. Yeah, so Luffy doesn't get lost. He goes straight to the execution platform in the manga. Um uh the the like gunslinger guy that Usopp and Nami meet, he has kind of a weird canon where like he shows up in a separate like side novel that Oda wrote kind of like after the fact. <laughs> um and the anime put him into like the arc, but he actually isn't in the arc proper uh of Logtown. Um uh Carmen, Sanji's whole thing, all that was filler. <laughs> Uh, uh, and in the manga, the other, the, the last difference I'll say is in the manga, the going Mary is like washed out to sea with Nami on board. And the way they escape is just by like Luffy grabs everybody and they fly to the, they fly to the ship. Um, Mm. uh, and, um, and yeah, so, so the, the big plot points obviously are not filler, but like a lot of the stuff that fluffed out those episodes and and made it really long uh made it longer i should say not really long uh were, were that was filler <laughs> um and you would never fucking guess it i would say uh i waited no definitely not i waited this long to tell you guys <laughs> cuz i figured um i don't know i just thought it'd be fun <laughs> yeah it it that takes you by surprise because it all felt very natural like like it fit <laughs> really yeah. well oh, definitely. I yeah i never would have guessed like <laughs> not that filler can be bad like not that all filler is bad but that usually you can tell when it's filler right it's like just fluffing stuff up and uh none of this felt fl- all of it felt so cohesive and uh and um it's crazy to think that the story was told without that stuff it makes me a little like because some of my favorite stuff was with all that filler. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy to think that it was told a little different, maybe, maybe a little tighter. But I really liked all that stuff. It's really shocking to me. Yeah. It's good and writing. Yeah. I think so too. Um, and believe it or not, there's more. We have more filler that we've already watched. Um, no. <laughs> just kidding. It's okay. You can tell me. You can tell me. You can tell me. I'm not going to tell you because okay. I don't think it's covered in, in what we're talking about today. But uh, oh, okay, okay. We we there is more stuff that is considered um, what what is what is called like canonical or manga canonical, right? Right. Um. Uh. So yeah, it, it'll be exciting to talk about that kind of stuff. Um. But yeah, I I agree. And Sarah, I I'll, again, I got to give you praise for this. I I fully wasn't I was going to skip over 100% of filler. Sorry, not 100%. 80% of 
filler because there's a few things that were like really good and kind of fan praise and i was like okay i'll leave that in there but i was planning on cutting out like even even the episodes in Logtown that were like like carmen and daddy masterson like i was playing i was like oh, nope we don't need that and it's just uh when i was making like our itinerary that was cut out and um sarah after talking to you and and kind of uh talking about like how how you guys wanted to enjoy the series i i made some consideration so we I mean, we're still skipping some filler, but uh, uh, like we skipped the Warship Island arc, which is the filler after Logtown. Um, but I've... but this is one of the things that I changed uh, in regards to your suggestion. I forgot what I said, but that sounds like me. It sounds like I was probably <laughs> like, wait, I want to watch it. Why are you skipping it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it was a good call and I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying to, I'm actually, um, I, on my own time, I've been watching the next like filler arc that's coming up to see, uh, um, like how, how it, one, if it messes with the canon at all, usually it doesn't, but two, if it's like, is this worth our time? Is this funny? And, um, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So I'm excited to, I'm actually excited to watch the, the next filler arc that we do end up um looking at uh anyway nice yeah yeah thanks for letting me do my spiel i've been talking a lot (laughs) (laughs) i like it when you talk you know it's like the i get to hear your thoughts about it and i get to learn a lot uh (laughs) and you know sometimes like you want the tour guide to guide you and talk through things and and bring up questions that you're like oh you know what i what did i think about that (laughs) it was good we're like at a One Piece museum and we got the little yeah. things in our exactly. ears and we're turning it up and then we're trying to listen. And you try to like, you know, there's always some people in the group that don't care and they walk the other way. But then like you, you're trying to walk closer so you can hear. <laughs> I, I also forgot to mention the the bartender. This is very heartbreaking. But the bartender scene in Logtown is also filler. No, yeah. I like that. Well, how about the bar? Is the bar there? Um, you know, maybe I don't. I don't <laughs> think about I it. Get to, back to us. Okay. I have to get back to you on that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's anime only. <laughs> I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's anime only. But wow. maybe it's maybe it's not. But I'm. I'm also think I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't I'm ruin it sure, for me. It's fine. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure all of it's filler. <laughs> um, wow. Uh which is a bummer because um it surprisingly doesn't interrupt with canon uh but it's still very good. It adds a lot to Gold Roger. Um, it does. Uh Yeah. But you know, it it's it's anime canon, we'll say. Uh, even though it doesn't show up in the manga, I think it's it's still like a good a good thingy. Um, That's what you'd kind of ideally want, though. You would hope that whenever it's necessary to add filler, that it's good, that it contributes to the story. I think that's no. I don't think anyone sets out to write bad filler. So that I, mission accomplished. Like I one hundred percent agree. And in <laughs> fact, before we move on to the next arc, I like to put little things in between. Uh, so this this is more current event stuff so 
episode a thousand of the anime happened already right i I remember i told you guys about that um episode 1015 of the anime of one piece uh just premiered and that's significant because that adapted chapter 1000 of the manga right uh Mm -hmm. and the thing about that chapter is it wasn't by no means it was it a bad chapter but it it didn't have like a whole lot of like substance so a lot of what happened in that episode was embellishment like they added a lot of things they they fancied it up they uh uh they they added filler and the thing about this filler is it made it better <laughs> than the source <laughs> material that it came from which is crazy (laughs) it's honestly crazy but it's fucking amazing and it's it has people have already said it it is single-handedly the best episode of one piece wow Wow. the best episode episode 1015 and i couldn't agree more (laughs) wow i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more and maybe you guys will think differently once we see it, because uh, we will see it. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, no, that's amazing to know that. You know, usually you're like, you hear about shows that go on for so long, and you're like, I like season six. You know, it's <laughs> it's not being good there. It's not being good, and it's crazy that. to hear that. Hey, that newest episode, that was the best one. Wow, and it, it feels really cool to hear that. That like this show might have his dips like any show probably will Mm -hmm. but like it still peaks oh yeah oh yeah it peaks like no fucking other (laughs) oh boy is it that shit is whiskey peaking we're not there yet (laughs) (laughs) all right that's a little tory guy joke for everybody all right we're moving on to reverse (laughs) uh this is the last arc we're gonna cover today but it's the arc where we meet laboon uh, they go up Reverse Mountain, and we come out the other side, and we actually meet uh, a doctor that lives inside Laboon, Crocus. And we also, unbeknownst to us, uh, or maybe we shouldn't say that yet, just in case people are watching One Piece along and listening to the podcast, we meet um, two members of Baroque Works, Mr. Nine and Miss Wednesday. Uh, and this is our introduction to these characters, and they are relevant later on. But uh, th- all this happens in this really short, like, four-episode arc. Uh, do you guys even remember <laughs> this arc? Yeah, I feel like it was I so remember. long ago. I, I, this just, I, I just... Okay, continue. <laughs> no, no, you please, please, please. <laughs> no, I, I just... Okay, we were talking about how... I just... I remember watching this, and then I got really emotional... <laughs> About Laboon and everything. And Tony just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> like, meh. Just a little. A little well. Okay. Oh, I'm then... so sorry. <laughs> no, it's totally okay. I mean, we are, we're all affected by, like, different things. It's like, it's, it, it's totally okay. Like, um, no, but I, I really, Laboon made me, even though, you know, you, you were just saying this is um, one of the shortest arcs in One Piece. I still, I still felt a lot like over the, you know, it's cause, it's cause you got an animal there. You got a whale and then mm-hmm. he's, in, he's in this story and others, there's a sea creature, uh, mm-hmm. you know, oh, story about is. humans, 
humans and everything and then you kind of forget that like there's animals all around and then you know and then he's like he was fr he was friends with oh I'm gonna cry now he was friends <laughs> with those pirates and then they left the him and, and then he waited oh <laughs> <laughs> he's a, yeah he's a big old whale <laughs> yeah it's so sad he's so oh, he, he's and then, still, he's just crying right and then Luffy living in the present like we talked about uh he comes and he comforts the whale it's so mm -hmm. good right yeah just a reminder <laughs> for anyone what <laughs> okay okay right right okay right but that's what he needed that's what the, the yeah no yeah. that's absolutely what, that's the what he needed needed. it's just funny because <laughs> because yeah. everything that comes out of your mouth is sweet and wholesome and uh -huh. i just had a flashback <laughs> to the episode where this mast went into the whale and a bunch of blood splurted out and i was like oh that did happen in the same right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it i'm also with sarah on this where i this little arc also affected me way more than i i think um our lung park affected me in a different way this one was like it gave me a little bit of everything again it was like a mini Arlong park for me because it was just like you had the, his story was a little sad and then also you had the the doctor who yeah. was living in him Crocus. he like the comedic <laughs> introduction that this man has. Oh, so good. So good. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So Top tier. I can't think of a funnier introduction, honestly. It was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, oh. I... And it just goes to show that, um, I mean, Logtown had it, too, where sometimes, like, you don't even know you're being set up and that's like what they're doing they set up all this stuff and the payoff is so good and um and this in this one it was just like I, I i don't even know how to explain it. it was just like quick setups to pay off and then you have like more mystery and it was just like this little quick arc that it just satiated every little thing that you kind of wanted you know it starts off like they go down the mountain and then you get like the sailing satiated, you know, mm -hmm. and then and then you get like this uh, huge monstrosity. and You're like, oh, my God, what what is going on? And then they go inside it and uh, and you get like all this mystery, and you get comedy, you know, and stuff like that. And I, I just thought it was like a perfect like knit arc, just like perfectly weaving all of these uh, things that we just watched in Arlong Park, you know, like the mastery of Arlong Park. Hey, yeah. we're going to squeeze that in into four episodes. Just check this out. Look how quick we can do it. <laughs> you know? Just like so you know. Just like so you realize this is, uh, this is how quick we can do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And it, was, and it was beautiful. And I love all the... Every little arc, no matter how small they are, like Logtown and Reverse Mountain, uh, they all, like, have, I think, a, a core message that they're trying to say, you know? And yeah. uh, and I think that Reverse Mountain, even though it was very short, I really love the uh, like. You know, every single person you encountered, like they had a story of like perseverance and fighting for something new, and um, and I, I just really love how they, when they go into an arc, they kind of keep their theme, no matter what, no matter how short it is, no matter how long it is, every person you meet kind of fits within that theme. 
and I, I think it's really beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I can't. I feel like there's nothing more to say. Like you guys, fucking nailed it on the head. <laughs> this, this arc receives so much praise. Do you remember Syrup Village? God damn! Can you see how? <laughs> can you see why I was so harsh on that arc? Now? <laughs> like I know it wasn't that bad, but looking back, it was kind of bad. Um, <laughs> but listen, yeah, there there there's there's a couple of things that I want to talk about in particular because even though it, this arc was short. We we get some extremely important uh, setup and lore like exposition in this arc. One of them being the log pose, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which is how our crew is going to navigate through the Grand Line. Um, uh, oh my God, we didn't even talk about the the crew um, doing their ceremony on the deck of the ship, where everybody's making their promises to. Uh, what they want to be, uh, Luffy, uh, like their dreams, like Sanji finding the all blue, Zoro being the greatest swordsman, Nami charting a map of the world, Usopp being a brave warrior of the sea. This is where they make those pledges to each other on the deck of the Going Merry, and it's uh, it's a very romantic moment that um that a lot of people remember fondly, and I definitely do. I was like, oh. This is, this is just, it felt like one of those, this is just the beginning moments. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And I know that's great, man. <laughs> it just feels really good knowing that like this story has like um their climaxes be focused on like the relationship of people rather than focus on like the cool big fight you know yeah uh and i I really like that you know it's like and then whenever they do fight or or have these big fighting moments they it's always grounded in something you know it's always for a purpose of something rather than like oh i'm just going to big scary dude i'm gonna fight you you know at least now all these fights always feel like they're for something and they're not for like to save the world it's just to like hey you like i'm doing this for my friend because they need it or hey i'm beating you up big whale because you need to learn that there's more out there that's there you can persevere in a different way Mm -hmm. god it's beautiful (laughs) oh god um the last thing and I don't know if you guys remember this, but in this arc, we actually learn the location of the One Piece. No, we don't. We do. No, we don't. It's in the Grand Line. <laughs> it's in the Grand Line. That's what they've all been saying, we, right? Like, we, that's know where... the, we know the name of the island where the One Piece is located. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember. And I, I feel like you guys are gaslighting me. <laughs> no, I really <laughs> no, no, don't no, remember. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I don't remember them, them mentioning like, that either. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, I, I guess it, like it must have for some reason. I must have also been like, now you're lying. That ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> in in the explanation of of the log pose, we we get the name of the last island that the that the One Piece is located at. The, the island wow. at the end of the Grand Line, which is Raftel. 
Mm. Well, okay. So did they when they were talk when they were explaining? I remember them saying you have to go in order of the islands, mm-hmm. and they said they're saying supposedly it's there, like that's where it's fabled to be, or like you know, the, uh, how it's just the last know? known location, it, it's, right? It's the last. They say the the way Crocus explains it is it was the island that Gold Roger traveled to, the last island uh, that he okay. uh, landed at at the end of I the still, Grand Line, which is Laftail or right. Raftail. I just feel like I still can't help but feel like that's that's supposedly where it's it supposedly. is. Supposedly, <laughs> I don't know. Seems yeah. like you guys are I think pretty it's, skeptical on that. Uh, that information. Um, yeah. I think it for sure it plays into just so we were yeah. talking. It's like well you said there's a thousand fifteen episodes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it'd be crazy if they actually found it like you know well, they, two well, arcs from now. They didn't they didn't find it, but uh it seems it seems at least that, that Crocus told the crew something pretty vital. Um Yeah. Uh but I just thought uh, I just thought that it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is kind of a big deal. <laughs> they just kind of throw it out there. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, and that's... Guys, after this, the the crew sets off and they head to the next island with uh, Mr. Nine and Miss Wednesday on board. And uh, I guess that's where we're going to end this episode, right? Unless... Uh, I mean, I'm not right this second, but <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, um, that that's all. That's three arcs that that we watched in succession. I actually can't believe that we did all that. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. I will say just my ending thoughts. So Arlong Park and uh-huh. Logtown. I mean, Arlong Park really taught me that they really care about payoffs. Mm-hmm. And Logtown to me was like all set up. Hey, look at all these things that we're setting up for you. And d- you bet we're going to pay this off, right? <laughs> and Reverse Mountain to me was the the little arc about um, learning how to shift focus and find new perseverances and, and how to fight, continue to fight on. Um, and Luffy shows that through Laboon. And at the end, he makes like a promise to Laboon. And so I'm like, I'm really hoping. I don't. It doesn't have to be soon, but like, I really hope that he lives up to that promise. Cause uh, uh, I just getting a taste of this show. It's like they do care about their payoffs, and I don't think they would leave me hanging with Laboon. So I, I really hope we get to see him again. I hope so too, man. Um, I I'm gonna talk like I'm I'm also at this arc, and I haven't seen anything else. I I really I really hope that uh that this isn't the last time that we see Laboon um or Crocus for no. that matter because he's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see him again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry. Before before we before we end off, I actually do want to bring up one last thing because now that i brought up the last island thing i i feel like i i need to dig a little deeper and and kind of point out some stuff um do you guys remember at the the end of that episode the last episode of this arc do you remember any the any last words that that crocus had 
Last no. words? Hmm. Mm. No, I, I can't recall any last words that he might have had. Okay. We're just going to leave that there. Uh, but maybe maybe we'll come back to it. Uh, and I hope we do. But oh. in the meantime, uh, anyone that listened this far, it, uh, this episode is super long. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Zeus, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, <laughs> you can uh, listen to the Everyday Nothing Special podcast um, on I mean, probably the next thing <laughs> that's going to autoplay. <laughs> so you can go ahead and listen to that. Awesome. Love it. And Sarah, same to you. Do you have anything that you want to plug? I'll listen to the next episode of uh, of Maiden Voyage. Ooh, that's so sweet. <laughs> she plugged us. I'm going to die. <laughs> Guys, l- listen to the next episode or Sarah's going to be really sad. Um. And thank you guys for listening. We will catch you next time. Bon voyage. All right. I actually waved, like, in my house. <laughs> Dude, I, I waved too. Oh, really? I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>